Ladies and gentlemen, to present the Oscar for Best Picture, Chelsea head coach Maurizio Sari. Hello, it's me, Maurizio Sari. Damn it, James Franco, get off the stage, you creep. Okay, for real, Maurizio Sari. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I uh I am here to uh to uh to present the Oscar for uh, best picture. The nominees are uh, Green Book. Uh, Black Clansman, Black Panther, <laughs> and uh, uh, Roma and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and the uh, the winner is uh, Roma. No, no, stop! No. Roma, the winner uh, is Roma. No, uh, no, it is not. Kappa, what are you uh, doing? Get off the stage. Yes, yes, Kappa. Kappa, my friend, please, please leave the stage. The coach is right. No, leave me alone, David Louise. Dream Book is the winner. What? Get off the stage, you fool. Green Book is not the winner. Come on. The best picture goes to the Green Book. No. No, stop this music. No, go back. Send the Roma crew. Ah! Wow, what a crazy turn of events. Jurgen, what do you think of this? Fucking hell. Green Book? What a shit film? Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Caleb. I'm Notch. And I'm Colin. This week, we preview the MLS season. And then rush with the rest. Less than a week to go until MLS kicks off. And in this episode, we're going to give you a preview of MLS and some other things. But uh, before we do that, I want to ask you guys, if you could have a houseplant, or if you do have a houseplant, what kind of houseplant would it be? What's your favorite houseplant, dudes? Uh, Damn it, Notch! (laughs) I mean, I've got a perfect answer for what I would want it to be, but I don't know how closely monitored this podcast is. Why? What would get? Oh, <laughs> come on now! Common house plants, <laughs> legal house those are, plants. Those are common, just not. Yeah, they're legal, common. They're se. legal in many states. <laughs> yeah, more than one for sure. Okay, if you were living in Minnesota, <laughs> as you are, come Fine. on. You um, um, I mean, honestly, probably like some herbs, like basil or basil. rosemary or. Time, rosemary, probably some time. Sometimes, so I don't believe in that. <laughs> I don't believe in time. I'm Flat gonna circle. go with yeah, go with a cactus, just because I used to live in Arizona, and Aww. sometimes it's nice to be reminded of that hellhole that at least is usually warm. Okay, it's probably helpful during these times. They, I they, mean, right now they actually got like measurable snow in the phoenix valley it is it is pretty also hipstery and in right now to have cacti and succulents of various varieties so you could easily get one for me um it's the little bothos plant you see over there which is the only house plant i've been successfully able to keep alive and doing well so uh it's a good plant right there likes me i think not sure Oh God! It's wilting. It's wilting now. As you were saying, it, that, I was looking at it for too long. Uh, okay, hey, let's move into talking about our MLS previews for this week. 
in a section that we call the championship but the championship is a game is it a game is it a league no it's a segment where we discuss america's top leagues the nwsl and mls hey this week by the way nwsl schedule finally released although they also released that any have ended their relationship with the nwsl yeah oh. but it, that actually seems to be a good thing it seems to be welcomed by ownership they're quite happy to have their stake in the league back to full strength rather than the dilution that came from having A&E own, I believe, 25% of the league and then 65% of broadcast revenues. It it wasn't a favorable deal for them. So yes. to get out of out from underneath that is definitely a, a positive. So where can people watch the NWSL games this coming year? If they want to want to stream them online, for example. Yahoo. No, no, no. I, I'm saying where can they watch the streaming service? Yahoo. Yeah, I know you're what? happy it's going to be streaming, but where can they watch the games? The Yahoo Sports app. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Isn't that a, a type of sweet milk type drink? That, that's yeah, Yahoo. that's Yahoo, man. Oh, slightly different. You call yourself an American. Every American knows that. Hey, I don't call myself American. America calls me American asshole. Congratulations, by the way. Thank Good you. Good job. Thank you. All right. <laughs> it hey, was fun uh, celebrating that, by the way. Yeah, it was. We went to Fogo de Chao. Ate and a lot of meat. I got the meat sweats. I, surprisingly <laughs> enough, did not. I was fine. Yeah. yeah. High metabolism. All right. Yeah. See, that that's what I should have asked. Like, after you eat large quantities of meat, what happens to you? We could have had a nice conversation. Maybe I talk feel about, fine. Talk about gases, body odor, you know, blood chemistry. It would be great. You know, <laughs> very that's, relatable. There's always next yeah. week. Yeah, okay, mm. all right. Hey, um, let's move on to talking now about that MLS season preview that I've been hyping up a little bit. Uh, we're going to go in order. There's some Minnesota United stuff to talk about. We'll just talk about them uh, when they come up, huh? How about that? Sure. So first up. Western Conference, Colorado Rapids. They actually got better this offseason. Like, quite a bit better. Like, the problem that they had was that they cannot, for any reason, score goals ever. And they went out and got Kai Kamara and Diego Rubio and Benny Philhopper. Clint Irvin also joining the Rapids, although <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Mr. He's, <laughs> Tim Howard there. You're, you're not going to see anyone else at goal, I don't think. No, a- At least for this year. Also um, a smart move bringing in uh, Tieden Rosenberry from Philadelphia and also sending Tom Tass's contract. Is it yep. bad that whenever I hear Rosenberry's name, I think about Dingleberries? Yes. Yeah, kind of. Okay, I don't know. I just... It's, Why it's, don't you think about anything else? Like strawberries or raspberries or something, you know, wholesome and not weird. See, the, see, the next time this guy's name comes up, I'm going to hear your voice telling me, don't think about dingleberries. Don't think about dingleberries. I, I don't, don't know why think- you hear my voice say that. I've never said that before in my entire life. Okay. That phrase right. has never passed my lips. So do we think that Colorado could actually do well or are these guys just going to be the... The problem is it's Colorado and even though they've gotten better... They're starting from the from rock bottom. Yeah. Oh, so they're not rock bottom. It gets even worse than Colorado. I'm talking about last year. It doesn't matter. Uh, when you did better from rock bottom, you're still not that good. Was what I was trying to say. Yeah. And I mean, they are owned by Stan Kroenke. So if they start doing too well, there'll probably be a call. Be like, hey, you guys, stop it. Cut it out. You know, so anyway, you act uh, like he's actually going to make that call. Like, actually, he'll never pay attention. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't know what the Rapids are. Okay, so uh, next team, FC Dallas. The most notable thing that they did this off season is replace Maxi Rudy with a guy whose nickname is the Cobra. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I used to have a set of golf clubs called uh, the Cobras. Yeah, I mean Cobra irons are yeah. pretty good. Not a huge fan of their woods, but yeah, me neither. Actually, I like Cleveland woods much better. But uh, anyway, so uh, I think the interesting thing over here is going to be the continuing goalkeeper uh, mix that they've got going on there with Kyle Zobeck, Jesse Gonzalez, Jimmy Maurer. Still no out and out starter there. I think it's gonna be Jesse Gonzalez. All sense went to Jesse. Also, another conversation to have is. New head coach, Asprey is out. Uh, they're they're uh, 
was academy director, Luchi Gonzalez, appointed head coach. So Estelas has always, always been pretty good at playing their kids and playing their academy coach kind of points in the direction that they're going to keep doing that even more so going forward, which is good in MLS. You want to be able to do that. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be lucky Gonzalez for them this year. Okay. Hey, uh, Houston Dynamo. Did I pronounce that right? Dynamo? No. Okay, yes. No. Okay, all right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, with them, of course, we have to mention that Demarcus Beasley still alive, still kicking, still playing, still their best player, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Albert Elise is really good. Hey, and but they Nora have a, and is they good. almost lost him. They have a sponsor, is, so that's hey, good. Hey, Philip seventy six. You did right? it, guys. You did <laughs> it. With that, yeah. So yeah. Congressman Joe Willis of Ohio in goal for them still. So let's hope it's him instead of human scum Tyler Derrick. Okay. All right. Well, uh, all right. Let's uh, move along. So we don't think Houston is going to do any better. I. Th- they also have another competition to balance with their MLS schedule. They're in the CCL this year because they won the US Open Cup. Right. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they balance those two. They've won in their first leg of their not out round stages and thanks to the ageless to Marcus Beasley. So going forward, they continue on and see how that depletes their MLS depth. Next, we've got five-time MLS champions, LA Galaxy, who want to remind us that they've won five MLS championships by putting five stars, of which four are silver and one is gold. I don't understand why, because... The MLS rules say that you get a gold star for winning five cups, but if you're going to put five stars on there, they should all be silver. So, right. It's LA Galaxy. We've learned, learned already that the rules don't apply to them. Yeah. They have four DPs for. Yeah, they do whatever the they want. Yeah, they, they are going to have that problem. And uh, Will Parchman reporting that Dennis T. Closa, his arrival has rejuvenated the club, or at least its players' mentality, especially young players. So, we shall see what happens there in terms of maybe turning things around from the horror show they were last year. I mean, as far as the youth players go, there's nowhere in MLS that is well set to really get a lot out of their academy than LA, and yet it hasn't happened ever. So hopefully to close a can to close a, the gap there. <sighs> okay. All right, moving along. Um, should mention that uh, Juninho <laughs> coming into the galaxy this year. <laughs> oh, hey. What? I mean, like, they got rid of Ashley Cole, and you were like, oh, yeah, okay, that guy was worn out. Time for him to go. Then they bring in Juninho. Uh, but also, Matt Lampson's there, too. So. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's talk about LAFC. And uh, they've got a documentary of their first season out on ESPN+. Plus. We are LAFC. Such an interesting, innovative title. They apparently, for our Minnesota listeners, they do have a little small interview with Christian Ramirez in one of the episodes when he arrives, and then they show his goal against RSL. There, I actually watched a bit. Yeah, their uh, team in uh, in England that uh, got relegated from the Premier League, and then uh, no, <laughs> was at the wrong. No, they, then their manager did sad. They did the Wales manager and hey, I just started watching Sunderland till I die though. Jack Rodwell won't so fucking good. Jack Rodwell won't fucking leave. You guys liked it? It's really loved good. It. It's really good. Okay. So I like good. it so far too. It's interesting. I don't think it would have you know been what? as interesting if the team hadn't been such a horror show though. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. You don't want to like the Juventus, there's the Juventus one too. There's like that this is fine, I guess. They're like, we're Juventus. We're really successful. Okay. Love us. And Sunderland's like, yeah, that's cool. We're Sunderland. We're going to be great again. No, we're not. Oh, no. no. <laughs> the slow realization creeping across their faces during the entire series is great. Yeah, I mean, that the, the, the way you described Juventus, we're Juventus, we're great. That's kind of how I expect the LAFC series to have been. Yeah. But hey, uh, coming back to their season this year, uh, I mean, they gave up Fail Harbor, so I mean, they're dead, right? Like, I mean, no way they... I mean... That is kind of a decent loss, but they've also got Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi and Christian Ramirez. Maybe Andre Horta will actually turn out to be okay at some point. Yeah, Phil Hubber leaving leaves that space for uh, Lean Win to kind of step in and take a starting role. He's more rotation guy last year, but I think he can start and be the provider that, that he once was with New England. And they'll also have Mark Anthony K coming back. 
And next are, of course, Minnesota United FC, who this week returned from their preseason trip after a final game against Orlando. What happened? Apparently, they won 3-1. That's uh, what they say. So our clean sheets are gone. Man. We didn't do that trophy in that stupid tournament. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but a brace from Romario and one from Bocci. Is that right? Believe so, yes. Okay. So... Undefeated in preseason, so there's that. Preseason that's champions. Never, that's never happened in MLS history. What was the for formation like yesterday? Or not yesterday, two days ago, right? I think same at Spen, 4-2-3-1 with uh, Gray Douche and Lonzo. I mean, that Fulton in the middle. Uh, Backline, what was it? Uh, Talvo, Botchal, Opara, and Metinair. Yep. Uh, Schuler on the left wing, Tintero, Medel Ibarra, then Romario up top. That's then, an interesting one, uh, isn't it? During the preseason game, uh, St. Clair was in goal. What is Romario Barr doing up top? Being a striker. Yeah, apparently. That apparently twice. Yeah, that apparently Angela Rodriguez is not being. He's also, he pulled a groin, I think. Was the, the <sighs> Whose groin did he pull? Hopefully his own. <laughs> Otherwise, we have a whole different situation on our hands. So that is Hetchwolf. Hey. It could be consensual. Come yeah, on, I didn't uh, make any implications there. I mean, you pull someone's drawing, just doesn't sound consensual when you say that. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, oh, that is a violent act. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's supposed <laughs> to be more of a, a rubbing motion than a pulling. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Oh, it sounds bad. I mean, I don't really go out there telling people I've had sex, but if I ever have to, I'm going to talk about pulling coins. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Please, uh, please, please don't. Yeah, definitely don't. <laughs> but, uh, I'd like to see Toy did the start and uh, Romario did start on the left wing, but he played striker last year against uh, Portland and played pretty well before he got injured. Yeah, 39 minutes, two goals, and a pretty good return. Jeff Reuter coming out and saying the rumors of Bobby Shuttleworth transferring out of Minnesota United are overblown. I had not seen these rumors. Yeah, and um, these were also news to pretty much everyone um i mean he left camp for personal reasons and headed back to minnesota i would guess that people just put one and one together and thought that it equaled bobby shallworth is trying to get the fuck out of here where would he go i mean maybe he just remembered that there was a lot of snow and that the city cited him for not shoveling so he just had to come back and like you know put his hands to work but but it's weird to be like Hey guys, this thing that you guys don't know about definitely is not happening. It's like this thing's probably happening, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do so. So, okay. Dangerous question. What do we think this team is going to be like next year? I I have no idea what they're going to be like next year. Like, but this year, yeah, see. this year. <laughs> It's going to be completely different. Next season. Okay, next season. Yeah, the 2020 season. Yeah, the 2020 season, I would predict that... Our coach is Harrison Heath this time, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) he's player coach, uh, DP contract. You know know how how, uh, Augustus decided to, like, make the elected consulate of Rome? Oh, yes, that old chestnut. A familial (laughs) inherited position. Heath just takes over and just refuses to give it up. His son inherits. Then Heath does. Heath has a son, right? Yeah. So his son inherits after that. He had his kid last year during his team. Yeah. Okay. So that means we'd have at least about 20 years of Harrison Heath as coach until his son can grow up. Well, if it's like Roman uh, succession... His son would kill him, or one of the others. Or maybe we, we get a child emperor, you know, yeah. a child emperor coach, and then it'd be go, go horribly. <laughs> okay, assholes. Twenty nineteen season. What do you think is going to happen? Twenty nineteen season. I, God, they're gonna allow fewer goals. Anyone want to set the over under? Also, the over/under at fifty-three point five goals conceded. <laughs> I'm gonna take the over on it. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit pessimistic, just given the fact that with an offensive-minded coach that sacrifices defensive shape in order to find goals, I think at some point that is going to be an issue because 
I'm also probably more pessimistic about this offense than other people are. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very pessimistic about this offense. If you think they're going to score more than get scored on more than fifty three times, I think we're not going to make no, the playoffs. No, I, I think we don't score more than last year, and I think that was forty nine last year, I believe. And if we do make the playoffs, it's the spot they just made a playoff spot this year. Yeah, that's the only I, reason we make the playoffs. I, I can Seven. see us bossing the midfield, but I agree. I don't see the goals coming. I do think we'll be better defensively than we were last year. Um some question marks for me about how much better but i think i'm going to take the under on that okay. i think i think we can be a better defensive unit though i think our lack of goal scoring lets us down but uh do th- I, I don't know do you think heath lasts the season ooh that's a big one um i don't think dr maguire fires a coach midseason okay that's a fair answer. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he lets him see out his contract. His, his contract's up at the end of the season, so if he's not doing well, you just let it run out. You have to. There's no buyout. That's a plus for keeping it at the end of the season. I think fans did antsy, but I, I, I don't think I, we're going to do bad enough. We'll do bad. Uh, we're not going to be apoplectic. We're not going to be worse than our yeah. first season. I think there's going to be enough I people. Think, I hope. <laughs> Jesus, you, you had people pushing back last year against the heat out thing. On Twitter and all those places. I think there's going to be enough performance where those people can have, um, where they have um, the momentum on social media to kind of keep the heat out talk to a minimum. So I think I could see the whole, um, he goes at the end of his contract. But anyway, we're belaboring oh, the point. Let's talk yeah. about the Timbers, Timbaz. Uh, what do you think they're going to be able to do? Um, I mean, they've basically kept the same core. They replaced Liam Ridgewell with Claude Dielna, which is an equal amount of a waste of a space on the back line. (laughs) They should not have made it to MLS Cup, given the talent that's on that team. But I think with Gio Savarisi still in there, with Diego Valeri, Diego Chara, understanding that their window is probably closing i think that's going to be the motivating factor for them to overperform their level this year mitable prediction for the timbers team i think jeremy obviously did double digit mls goals this year here's the problem with all of this they play 12 straight road games to start the season because of the providence park renovations which i think throw a spoke into all of those plans because as we know, MLS is a tough league play away, and 12 straight, I could see there being people like wearing straight jackets, being, you know, wheeled on like push carts out of their hotel rooms. Uh, you know, bring out your dead? Is huh? There, is that reference bring out your dead? As they... no, 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 no. Just like, you know, the, the isn't it Hannibal Lecter who's in the straight jacket and the mask? Oh, and he's yeah. like, on a handcart, he's pushed, yeah. wheeled out. Like, that's going to be the Timbers players after 12 straight. Away games. However, that does mean a very long sustained home run. Yeah, 17 out of 22, I think it would be to close out the season. And Portland characteristically has this dip midseason, usually where they're we're good and then they dip in midseason. With that home stretch in there, they can, there's less of a chance of that happening. Maybe, though, the Timbers Army with so many home games back to back just loses their voice and then that's it for the Timbers. Okay. Hey, moving on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody's salty today. Moving on. I made kimchi. It, was, it had a bit of salt in it. So um, maybe it's that. RSL, Real Salt Lake, and their special. Salty, might petty. And their special underwear. Uh, where are they going to be? And Petki and his printer, of course. Yeah. Um, you think he's just got a mobile printer that he takes with him on away games? He's like, you got to bring the printer. I don't think he's actually that technologically savvy. He still thinks that we print things. You can just send it, like, mobily. I don't think he knows how to do that. You, you think he walked through a press conference holding his phone, like, come on, touch your phone to mine. NFC, come on, guys. Come on, come on. Come on. I'll transfer you the, the evidence that the referee was wrong and watching The Simpsons. But, uh, okay, so, but seriously now. RSL, how do you think they're going to do? Kyle Beckerman's dreads gone still. Do you think they can recover this year from that? It's a bit they, loss, seem to, they seem to recover fine last year when he cut them off. Like, But I'm saying... They won a playoff game. I, I don't think they made enough moves to get that much better. And they'll try to hover around where they usually have been uh, mid to lower table in, in the Western Conference. I think they'll be right around Minnesota throughout the season. That's 7th, 6th, 8th spot. 
I think somewhere That's around there, Mike Petke digs a small hole on the pitch and finds these gold tablets that have magical <laughs> formations that lead them to the MLS Cup win. Can, I think that's, can only he see these and not share them to anyone else? Of course not. Of course, yeah. He has to look at them while they're in a hat. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to talking about San Jose, San Jose, uh, Altador. But uh, who's the new coach going to be? <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you didn't see the reports, Matas Almeida, hyped coach, coming in, take over the San Jose Earthquakes. Oh my God, big rivalry. CONCACAF uh, men's coach of the year. There's a reason for the yeah, hype. Um, and like, okay, dude might leave before having coached a single game. Because apparently, uh, I think, it, it, what was it? It did say promises weren't kept. I'm going to go search for this coach. Some of the, the money. Yeah, the finances. More to spend. Yeah, the finances weren't there. And apparently, Cruz Azul is looking for a new coach. And he is right. very interested in any possible way out of San Jose. Great uh, situation to be in. Um, Wando's still there. He's probably going to be the, come to the MLS, all-time MLS leading goal scorer this season. Uh, Madness Erickson still there. He was garbage. Uh, Nick Lima is not enough revelation this, during this camp update. Uh, had a great camp with the U.S. national team. Looked for him to the, become a leading fullback in the league. Um, so we'd like to see them play Tommy Thompson and Jackson Yulmore because they show promise, but they've they've huh. shown absolutely no interest in playing either of those guys, which is ridiculous. Uh, we did this whole thing, but San Jose player kids, yeah, and they uh, you look at their transfers in, and it's just been kind of a sad situation. No proven MLS players coming in. Yeah, and- I mean it. Their players going out this year, um, Quintana. Yamri Kika, and then Dominic Aduro. Beyond that, it was guys that spent most of the year at Reno. For a team that finished dead fucking last, you have to clear the decks a lot more than three players. Yeah, the quote budget problems that Almeida referred to. Uh, that's a uh, yeah. You can see you can kind of see whether it's where he's coming from on that when when you look at that. Hey, it's see, fucking San Jose. Of course they have budget problems. Hey, by the way. LA Galaxy this year playing away in San Jose's colors and the LA Galaxy away jersey, a better San Jose home jersey than San Jose's new home jersey. Go take a look. Trust me. Those are all true. Seattle Sounders FC. Uh, what are they going to do this year? Producer Nick, what do you think? Huh? Producer Nick thinks they're going to win the MLS Cup. That's how much he cares about Minnesota, y'all. I think... Thanks, <laughs> jerk. I think Rudy Diaz will be top three scorer in the lead this year. Um, That's fair. Jordan Morris is back, according to producer yeah. Nick. I don't see how that's a great thing. He's overrated, in my opinion. Nick is I, like swinging a punch right now. <laughs> it's just that if there's an um, affliction of vampires in MLS, Jordan Morris is safe because he doesn't have a neck. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, or ligaments in one yeah. of his knees. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Below the Damn. belt, literally. Um, yeah, yeah, as well. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I think they will kind of hurt from the fact that neither Svensson nor Roldan are just out and out defensive destroyer type midfielders. Uh, it, it's going to have to be a different look for them. They're going to have to get a lot more production out of a back line that includes Chad Marshall being like 72, I believe. He just, is that his, he, he just had his birthday, so yeah. 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 Congratulations. Happy birthday, Chad Marshall. Enjoy being a septuagenarian. This is another team that hasn't really brought anyone in. You got Jonathan Campbell, Trey Muse, and the three draft picks, but uh Yeah. Not a whole yeah. lot of change. You'd think they need one more two more pieces coming in, but they didn't get those. I they're a playoff team for sure, I think. Um, but I don't think they'll win out the West or anything like that. It'll be a top five team. S KC, Sporting Kansas City. What do we think about this one? Um, I think they'll win the West. That's my bold. Is that a bold prediction? Does I mean I mean Colin they, 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 I raise, but I think they're they're the winners. I they think they did last year. They got worse over the offseason. I think Peter Vermees is a great coach. I think they've got young players coming up. One of them started against us last year. <laughs> um, that guys that can come in and fill. Um, 
I think Dramzusi and Matt Beasler and Daniel Shallowy are just and Tim Milia. Even though three of those guys are aging, they're still top five in their position in MLS. Yeah. And Daniel Shallowy is a great striker. Johnny Russell also is that edge factor that can turn a turn around a, a nil nil drab or being down a goal to being up by two. He's just such a catalyst for their team. I I just have a problem with that back line, given the fact that Icopar and Matt Beasler were kind of a symbiotic partnership. Yeah, are you telling me that Andrea Fontes is going to be as good as Icopara? I don't. I don't think so. But I think Peter Vermees is better at coaching defense than other coaches out there. I just want to mention that they brought in the one MLS player who every time his name is brought up, I keep mistaking him for Rodney Marsh, Rodney Wallace. So thinking he's yeah, like, why are we slightly, talking about an old NASL player? Slightly different. Yeah, just a little bit. They also brought in Kellen Rowe. It's an interesting piece of business. He can come out and probably score six or seven this year. Hurtado from Vancouver. Oh, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? We shall see. Yeah. Speaking of Vancouver. Speaking of Vancouver, Mark Dos Santos assembling the team he always wanted to grow up with. And um, what, what, do we, what do we think of, of what he's done so far in the offseason? Uh, shrug emoji? I mean, he offloaded like, a few people that are... Uh, he offloaded 18 players. Yeah. Among those, among those are the aforementioned uh, Hurtado. Um, dude who's been there for God knows how long. Um, Kendall Waston. I mean, actually, Wikipedia could probably tell me how long he's yeah. been there. But yeah. I feel like... They're captain. I think two things when I hear Vancouver. Kendall Waston and Kendall Waston's red card. So... Exactly. Kay Kamara um, also leaving. Breck Shea, who irreplaceable. I mean, come on. Marinovic? I mean, just... It, there was a lot of dead weight <laughs> on that Vancouver side. Yes, but when you get rid of 18 <laughs> players and replace them with 15 players, like... It's, yeah, it, it's going to take a little time to gel. It's going to be a rough season. This, I this think, game for Saturday will be very telling of both teams in Vancouver and Minnesota. Minnesota's terrible on the road. Vancouver looks to be one of the worst teams in MLS. It'll, it'll be interesting to see yeah. how Mark Dos Santos I, I, I think Mark Dos Santos, though, you know, to your point about bringing in new players, he's been known as a guy who can make a team gel. He's... Also a fan favorite, or at least was when he was in Ottawa. So I I could see this going well for them. I will also say, we forgot to mention this when we talked about the Rapids, Nicholas Mesquita, you know, Mm -hmm. Mesquita Barbecue. He's now at the Rapids, left Vancouver. So we got to remember. The barbecue's in Kansas City, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hey. Mesquita, um, that bites. I will say this. um, So the new DP that they brought in, Wong Imbom, seems to be actually really quite something um 22 year old from south korea keep an eye out he might be one of the best additions to the league was he with them with the in the asian cup or any other international tournaments you know i i actually do think he was in the asian cup squad because i believe that he's exempted from uh military status as a result so hey let's move on now to the east and uh, let's skip that top team and just move on to... No, uh, no, no, no. We can trash Atlanta United. Rip, rip the right. Band-Aid, not rip the Band-Aid. All right. Eastern Conference, Atlanta United FC, who play in a Mercedes-Benz Stadium, blah, blah, blah. Joseph, blah, 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 blah. Frankie DeBoer, blah, 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 blah. Dressel, blah, blah, blah. Okay, in a happy note. I actually think they got worse over this offseason. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we should really take a deep dive into Atlanta United. Um, okay. It's worthy of more consideration, particularly a final point. Please elaborate in detail. Don't leave anything out. Okay. Tata Martino is a better coach than Frank DeBoer. Okay. And Miguel Almiron having two years fitting into a system is probably going to be better than Pity Martinez coming in off the street. Hmm. Plus, um, Greg Garza's gone. Plus, Breck Shea's there now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we if we just look at all of these teams as, like, 
did they get better? Did they get worse? Greg Garza or Breck Shea? I think anytime I'm feeling down over the next year about anything, I just want you one of you to call me and say, hey, just remember, Breck Shea plays for Atlanta right now. And then you'll, you know, you'll cheer me up from no matter what happens. So they did lose 3-1, 3-0? 3-0. against Herediano in the CONCACAF Champions no, League. 3-1. Was it one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dressel story. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And that was beautiful. I saw that on Twitter and I, I literally did the Italian chef like delicious gesture. Cause, and oh, then I you posted that. that video of everyone predicting like 6 1 Atlanta wins yeah. and then losing their goddamn minds as the oh, game went on. I love it was that. Beautiful. More of that, please, their this year. Defense looked terrible. It was crazy. Gonzalez Perez did not look like he knows how to play soccer. Moving on, Chicago Fire. Speaking of not knowing how to play soccer, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so they did announce an agreement with Section Eight. So that's nice. They're gonna have their supporters back. Um, as Good you know, their supporters them. are striking for a while, not going to games and such. And uh, they brought in a Polish international winger, Przemyslav Frankowski. So that's gonna be fun to say this year. At that's least. a great name. And yeah, the fact that they got a name. Polish guy playing for Chicago, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. Polish yeah. soldiers. I do think that this Chicago Fire starting 11 leads the league in consonants. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, also, a chance that they signed the wrong Marcelo by uh, bringing in the Brazilian from Sporting. So, I mean, they've brought in some, some actually some really good looking replacements and they just made a deal to bring in cj sapong correct from which blew my freaking mind that cj was that's probably a trade where the player wasn't consulted let's be honest (laughs) i think honestly that was a trade where they realized how much they overpaid for david akam so they're like ah we feel bad and they even uh, part of the deal involves them getting allocation money provided that Chicago acquires more of it during the season. Yeah. I've never seen that in a trade. Like, if you get more of it, you have to give it to us. If not, I guess we'll come up with something. And remember, this is the same team that uh, Andrew Gutman turned down, that Brandon Vincent decided, you know, I'm one of the best young players in the MLS right now. And I'm, but I'm playing for the fire. I retire. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. So Matt Polster left too. It's yeah. their defense is going to be rough. So we shall see. We shall see. To TBD for Chicago Fire SE. Next up, the new entrance to our league, FC Cincinnati, with their replica kits. They don't have any money. They can't at this point, right? Yeah, we, you'd it's, hope not. It's not like. like Next week, like, welcome Christian Ramirez, two million in allocation, like, Centel AFC, you know. Like, if they have more money, that means that they're actually the LA Galaxy. Um, (laughs) They're probably going to play a 3-6-1 formation. Interesting. Never heard of that one before. Like, I think that's honestly the only way that they can fit all of the defensive midfielders on the field at once. Um, they do have a lot of them. Their their team building has been very odd. To yeah, get to where they are, I understand that you know they're starting from scratch practically, but spending that much money on Nick Hadland, who hasn't been good, Didi Fernando Adi was a good thing, but he could have a stinker of a year. You're trying to put in all of your faith in him to store goals and. And to do it yeah. completely on unsupported, an yeah, he's on an island up there. There's, there's no real number ten for maybe uh, Abdullahi on the bench. Uh, Manu Ledesma. Ledesma, okay. I can see this being a team that has very high highs and very high, very low lows because they do have several proven players oh, playing yeah. for them. Oh, yeah, they this do. year, yeah, uh, a bit on the older side, of course, Red but Garza. still, you know. Uh, you could you could see that 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 backbone kind of having an influence. Now they've also taken a chance on several lower leagues guys, Jimmy McLaughlin, Nazmi Abadawi, which we've all wanted to see mm-hmm. in MLS and see what he can do. So 
Um, but I think big questions on either end. Adi's on an island. Uh, Premislav Titan is their goalie and not a very inspiring signing from overseas to be in goal. Eh, yeah. we'll see, right? Yeah. I, I just, I somewhere around last month, I gave up the whole tweeting every single Minnesota FC Cincinnati or responding to every single FC Cincinnati tweet with like, a, this is because of Minnesota United because of this. But like, seriously, it could <laughs> just turn out horribly like our first season. So yeah, probably. I hope it does just for the jokes. Okay. Hey, moving on. Columbus Crew SC, they're still here. Yay. Um, additions, an actual owner, um, subtractions, Anthony Precourt. And Greg Burhalter. Yeah, that's the that last one is uh, pretty big. But Killer Porter now Boo. in charge. Porter ball. Okay, what? Well, strong feelings from the spells his name wrong. What an idiot! Yes, yes. Oh, he's a fine coach. That's fine. Yeah, but they <laughs> that, he's he's a fine coach. They've had yeah, very. very that, that's about it. <laughs> they have had very little turnover. The most recent Mike Grella retiring just this week. Yeah, that's sad. Oh, Grelladino coming though. Grelladino, uh, who you guys, I remember two years ago, I was like, what have Minnesota United get him? He's like, what? With what knees? And I was like, oh, relax, guys. That was Colin that said that. Yeah, yes. it was. <laughs> um, I, I think I actually did say I would love Grelladino so long as he had knees. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of knees, Milton Valenzuela, their yeah. young designated player, has already yeah. torn his ACL, as we said. So that's not good for them. That is going to be bad. Yeah. Okay, well... Uh, Greg Berhalter unlocked Zardes from his slump. I wonder if Tilburg didn't keep that going. If he didn't get Justin Merrim back on track. It's really those two questions right there. If Zardes keep his street going and if Merrim can get back to his 2017 form. And remember, Zach Steffen leaves this summer, probably. Yeah, this summer, probably. After the Gold Cup. July, I believe. Yep. So, we'll see what happens. Speaking of good goalkeepers, Bill Hamid in DC United... What do we think about DC United's uh, shot this year with uh, Ben Olsen continuing on? That's definitely a team that got better. Um, Leo Jara, Lucas Rodriguez, both of them are pretty big up to, or upgrades. Chris Seitz, I think, is a better backup than David Ustad. Um, Keeping Acosta is huge. Yeah, Even that is they, massive. I he wasn't really going to go to PSG. That was a whole weird thing. But he's back with DC. He didn't continue his bromance with Rooney, and they didn't... Story be playing beautiful dolls together. Yeah, they also got Quincy Amerqua, who's I mean not lit the world on fire, but he's good depth. To he have. might need a new change of scenery too. Uh, Paul Ariola, sorry, uh, Paul Boob Hats, um, had a good camp with the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, had a good solid end of last year. I think they're a team that's on the upswing. Yeah, the fact that they'll have Rooney for a full year is the biggest upgrade for them. Let's talk about the Montreal Impact. Next, uh, who are are they still going to open their games at uh, the Olympic Stadium in Montreal? Or are they going to be playing at home finally? I think at, they did say game? that they're playing at Stade Saputo for the opener for once. I want I want name a stadium after myself, money. You know, Ricardo Silva, Joey Saputo. Like I, that. That's how what I aspire to is that kind of arrogance. Would you go first name or last name? Stade de Nach, Nachiansfield. <laughs> that's good the Karnak Dome uh, I don't know <laughs> you tell me what that's I should do that's a good question eh? yeah. Yeah, you know. um, as far as additions and subtractions go uh, Maxi Rudy coming into Montreal that's it'll be interesting at least um, he's better than Mancosu I think um, Rod Fanny Mancosu Ali Silva Jason Vargas Solid, but not earth-shattering losses for this team. And I mean, they still have Piatti. They still have Tider, Piet, Lovitz. You know. So Montreal probably going to do just about as well as last year, probably, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, probably. Um, They were seventh in the East last year. That would be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. New England Revolution. Speaking of teams that... uh, might do as well as they did last year. <laughs> Which wasn't that good. Somehow they got eighth in the East. I don't know how that happened, but th- they did. I think they'll be bottom this year. Well, Ooh. second bottom. Hey, small bit of news. Um, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Revolution, uh, who 
<laughs> the one time, by the way, that all of MLS fans, media office, and everyone was like really happy to see the lead Patriots owner Robert Kraft <laughs> and <laughs> New England Revolution mentioned nowhere. Anyway, he was uh, nabbed in a prostitution slash human trafficking bust in Florida where police claim that they have video of Robert Kraft engaging in sex acts with a basically bonded human, trafficked human. Um, And uh, if you read this story from the sports media, you probably made jokes because all you saw was Robert Kraft busted for prostitution uh, or for solicitation. You did not read the mainstream news media articles about the larger bust, which reveals that basically these... People were held in basically slave conditions, and yep. so it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna leave it there because you can go read the articles online and make up your own minds about stuff. Um, but uh, I think it's pretty bad. So yeah, okay, let's start talk about the New England Revolution and who they brought in and brought out because that's what we're here to do. What a sad way. Um, yeah, Carlos Steele is in. Um, former Aston Villa and I believe Real Betis player Deportivo La Coruña ah. but uh, was with Aston Villa when they got relegated from the Premier League um, a player and certainly looked to the part a player who never who was supposed to be a good up and coming winner for the I think Spanish national side never really came reached his potential so you know who they purchased after having him on loan last year Unach <laughs> okay, Edgar Castillo is also here from the yeah. Colorado Rapids now. So uh, Juan Fernando Casado also comes in, probably as the starting striker. Um, I don't want to curse him, but his stats look very, very familiar to Loons fans that looked at the Colombian leagues. Data uh, Fernandez. Probably his last year here might be handling for a summer move. So do you want to end that? Hey, let's now talk about New York City FC, who before we started recording, Colin, you were like, well, if there's one team that's got a lot worse, it's New York City FC. So why is that? Uh, because they replaced David Villa with the greatest scorer in the history of the Romanian League. They also can't play in day games. That's going to be a real problem for them. <laughs> <laughs> All the Italian pizzerias around AC stadiums are closed down 24 hours in advance of games, so we can actually enter the stadium. He got also, by the way, uh, Football Weekly this week reporting that Manchester United puts garlic into their pitch, so apparently he <laughs> oh, got no. played there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just, I mean, God, I mean, he 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 would be really entertaining to have on your team while they score the one goal, <laughs> ah, <laughs> two goals. goals. Ah, ah. Uh, okay. Um, but it, there's just so many positions. <laughs> focus, people. Focus. There's so many positions that NYCFC lost a key player in, like via Yanghel Herrera is not coming back, and they replaced him with Keaton Parks. Like Joanga Burgett, yeah, he wasn't fantastic, but he was still somewhat productive, and they didn't replace him with anyone. Well, they didn't replace him with uh, Tajori Sharadi. That might I be addition was... by subtraction, yeah. but... Wait, wait, like, wait. We got to find out, though. Is he Tajori Sharadi? No. I... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go. Dominic Torrent's a terrible coach as well. So, okay. New York Red Bulls. I learned again this week that every time I Google Tyler Adams, I cannot tell if his picture is from his youth academy, the Red Bulls, or from RB Leipzig. Like, they all have the same bloody shirts. How so often are you doodling Tyler Adams? Pretty often. I need to find out how old he is. Sometimes I want to find out how many games he played, how many goals he scored. You know, it's just a hobby. There's so many questions. Um, yeah. Let's just skip yeah. all those. It's good okay. thing he turned 19 lately. Okay, move on to... I think lost Tyler Adams. He was the best... Best yeah, midfielder best, on the team. Yeah. Obviously a bad defensive player. I, I would even say best player I, on the team. Yeah, I guess so from a creative standpoint as well. But they still have Red Phillips. They still have Dan Royer up top. They still have Lawn and Parker in their defense. 
they also have a stellar youth program that can bring in players that maybe not be as good as Tyler Adams, but are MLS ready. Such as Omer Fernandez, who yep. they've promoted from the academy. Um, Christian Caceres played a lot for um, Rebels 2 last year. He might get a chance to be the next Tyler Adams. I think they'll win the East. I mean, is this the year that BWP finally shows his age, though? Um, I mean, he hasn't so far. We have no... I know. Yeah. I know to base it on. Yeah, I mean, just ride that pony until it turns into a horse, I guess. What? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's saying? Uh, it is now. Okay, let's move on now to the the team with Kingston as its mascot, Orlando City FC even. Come on, let's talk about them. Exit stage left. Have some Megatron. When I wrote down my notes, I had a section for last year's record, and I put down goals aloud. Yeah. Like... This team was one of the worst teams in MLS history, and somehow I think they got worse. I think they'll be right down there with New England battling for worst team in not only East, but also MLS. I don't think it's going to be a battle. Let's just uh, note that uh, one of the issues here might be the fact that they have Brian Rowe as likely their starting keeper. Competing with a USL promotee, Greg Ranjit Singh. I mean, he Brian Rowe was out. He was with Vancouver last year and got unseated from his starting spot like four games into the season. Before that, he was with LA Galaxy and was, again, unseated very early on and only came in rotationally. It's not looking good as far as the defense goes. Um, offensively, though, they do still have Dom Dwyer and they brought in Nani, who... He's only 32. I thought he was much older. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you're still the you only keep... one that gets that joke. Oh, wait, I mispronounced room. it. It should be Omeva Mu Shinderu. Oh, I said it that way. I, did. Ah, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be like Nani. And, you know, that's the response to it. I'm going to do this all through the year until Nani decides, gets fumes and decides to leave because he gets mad at the Orlando City, like, set up. So. Hey, they also brought in Tesho Akindeles. Maybe he finally... This is the year that Akindeles lives up to his potential. Maybe? No? No? Okay, let's shake no. his head. No. Okay, uh, uh, let's move on. Also, James O'Connor isn't, isn't a good coach. Okay. Philadelphia Union, who lost the aforementioned El Sapong to the fire just uh, this week. They also lost Boric Dochkal. Um, They lost Keegan Rosenberry. They did bring in Marco Fabian. Who's Ooh. probably their biggest signing in their Ever. history. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, if he's going to be healthy, if he's probably going to be an upgrade from Doge Call. They got a, that is a huge conditional, huge but I think they'll be top three in the East if he stays healthy. They've also got uh, a guy who I've seen described as the French Sergio Ramos, Aurelian Colin, on board. Think- so <laughs> Who the fuck is describing him as the French Sergio Ramos? Well, like, uh, are they just focusing on cards? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Very cards. Oh. That makes perfect sense then. <laughs> he won't be starting. Uh, he'll be behind uh, Austin Trusty, Mark McKenzie, two young, promising center backs for Philadelphia, and probably behind Jack Elliott, uh, who was third in rookie voting two years ago. And of course, we have the worst for last with Toronto FC, who have uh, brought Oof. in. Terrence Boyd, but lost Sebastian Jovinko. But they've brought in Nick DeLeon, but they've lost Victor Vasquez. They brought in an aging and slow Lauren Saman as well. Yes, yes, they did. It's at the point where you wonder if the Nick Haglund trade and being replaced by Lauren Saman was a downgrade for them. That's how bad he looked in CCL. Yeah. They lost what three nothing four nothing four nothing four nothing, and this is of course also the team that lost against Las Vegas Lights preseason game of course, but five goals. But it's Jordan that one. Hang so. that banner. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's our MLS preview. Uh, any lingering things that you would like to talk about a league, real quick? 
Um, top three in the West. I think I said Kansas City first. I think Portland second and Seattle third. I would flip Seattle and Portland. Uh, in the East, New York Red Bulls. I'd probably go with uh, Columbus and then... No, sorry. Atlanta and then Philly. Um, I'm going to put Atlanta first. I think they figure it out eventually. Uh, Red Bull second and... Yeah, Philly is a good shout for mm-hmm. third. I think DC hangs around there too. Yeah. Uh, Scratch that. I'll put DC oh, third. Oh, there we go. I'll put DC third just because I doubt that Fabian is going to stay healthy. That's yeah, a big if. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are running way over for part one, so we're going to cut it right there. We shall return with part two, which we promise we'll keep pretty quick. Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. Let's now very quickly talk about European football. First up, let's go into a segment that we call They Call It Football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but uh, the English don't call it soccer. And in this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. Manchester United tied Liverpool Football Club nil-nil after this game. Uh, Jurgen Klopp summing it all up with... uh, phrase that'll go down in history fucking hell what a shit game and he was right uh really the only highlight for liverpool fans at least uh was an allison save on jesse lindard in the first half second half was very drab and mentioned that it probably should have won honestly so a point away from home at old trafford is always a good thing but with man city surge like they are it's liverpool's only one point clear of them at the top so it's a little little nerve-wracking for other full fans at this point. I mean, the fact that you guys weren't able to break down a Man U team that had to take all three subs before halftime. Because of injuries. Like. <laughs> but we didn't lose. Yeah, let's talk about a more embarrassing thing that happened this week. Uh, Chelsea played Manchester City in the Carabao Cup final. And uh, Kepa. Kepa Arizi Baga. Arizi Baga. Arizabaga. It's probably Arizabaga, but... Arizabaga. Okay, yeah. all right. Thank you for helping it's me out It's something with that. Basque. Yeah, he's he's from Bilbao, so yeah, he's Basque. Well, he refused to come off the pitch. He wasn't basking down. I <laughs> won't so, bask down. I'm, no, I'm so stop. sorry. I'm so stop. sorry. <laughs> this is a revolt on this podcast right now. I'm going to put it down. Okay, so Mauricio Sarri... Tries to put Caballero on, Willy Caballero, after Kepa gets a cramp twice. Caballero, also known as a good penalty stopper. He's like, and this game was probably going to penalties. You say penalties for Man City in a lead cup final. I think it is Liverpool during your your first season. Two or three years ago. Yep. So, yeah. Kepa pointing at the sideline saying, no, no, give me a thumbs up. Aggressive thumbs up. David yeah. Luiz walks over and per post-match comments saying, I told him he should leave and respect the coach. But Kepa choosing to stay on. And, and, and David Luiz's defense is not his job. It should be Cesar Esplotueta, who's actually the captain for Chelsea. And he claimed he didn't see it. Because he was on the other, other side, side of the field. Bullshit. You're like, why is no one moving around? Best I'll just keep staring this way and just ignore <laughs> everything behind me. No, dude. Like, you know, you knew what was, what was happening. Yeah. So Talk to your player. Sorry, melts down on TV. Uh, his assistant coaches are yelling at Kepa to come off. The referee finally comes over and says, hey, what do you want me to do? And sorry, instead of being like, you dragged that son of a bitch here by his ear. Which the referee can't actually do. Instead of saying that, he was like, no supper. And that's fine. And then after this game saying, you know, uh, paraphrasing, my favorite thing to do on this podcast. Sorry, I was like, you know, it's fine. Like, it was cool. Like, he was totally right. You know, like, it wasn't even that important. Like, Greenwood whatever. Wasn't that bad, you, know, you know, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Totally. Uh, he made a mistake on, well, 
you know, defending the penalties in the final thing, and we probably lost because of him. But whatever. It's really cool. I'm in charge here. That is actually, I believe he actually said that. Like, I'm, I'm in, Yeah, I know no, for a fact he's, he no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, he's not. Tywin Lannister, any king who must say, I am the king, is no no true king. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, damage control ain't working for Mr. Sari and Chelsea. I'll be surprised to see Keppa playing. But now with uh, Chelsea's transfer ban, maybe pissing off their 70 million euro goalkeeper. Not such a great plan. It, it certainly puts on the nail in the coffin for Sari. Yeah. You know for a fact that Kepa is still going to play. Oh, absolutely. Hitting in. Okay. Well, Arsenal played Southampton. Arsenal won 2-0. Yeah, it, it was kind of a drab game. Um, Arsenal was able to just get out early. Um, I think it was like the seventh minute that Lacazette scored the opener. Um, Henrik Mkhitaryan had a nice um, nice shot off of a good cross from Alex Wobey. And then it's kind of questionable defense per usual, but still a clean sheet. Uh, but- that's That's what you want to get in a home game against Southampton. Moving on, we saw the notes, but Tottenham lost 2-1 to Burnley. <laughs> uh, Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes, I believe, story. And Richard Pochettino going after Mike Dean and probably feeling some support from some conflicted Arsenal fans. Like, yeah, I did him. Wait, no, don't did him. Wait, I did him. Ah, don't, uh. Apparently, yeah, Dean was like- saying something to Pochettino about Pochettino's coaching during the game and how it hadn't worked. Something like, I don't know. These no, are all rumors. What do you... So Pacino's reading the Harry Potter books and Dean knows that's like, his name is Dumbledore. And he's like, no, I didn't. And there's one yeah. after him. Yeah. So, yeah, so. Yeah. Mm. Leicester City have fired Claude Puel after their 4-1 loss to Watford. Several Leicester players coming out and revealing things about Puel that maybe made this a fate accompli. So yeah, it's kind of good for them that this happened. Newcastle beat Huddersfield 2-0 in this game. DeAndre Yedlin, Miguel Almiro and the pride of America and MLS on the pitch together. He looked really good. Huddersfield had ten men for sixty minutes because he got two foot. He had a two foot challenge right into one of his ankles by was it Tommy Smith? Tommy Smith, the Huddersfield gives a two foot challenge to Almiron and basically body slams him. Uh, that didn't go so well. No. Got sent off. Uh, Almiron uh, didn't get a point in this game. It was very close to scoring. Also, was uh, essential in the buildup of Newcastle's two goals. One by Solomon Rondon. One by Jose Perez. Let's now move on to a segment we call They Don't Call It Soccer in Brackets. Some do, though. We talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't talked about already. First up, Bundesliga. Dortmund beating Leverkusen 3-2 to maintain their three-point lead at the top of the league. Uh, Jane Sancho with goal and assist. He's looking fantastic. It'll be interesting to see if he can keep it up throughout the rest of the season. And he's he's young, so he hasn't played as many games in... A year or so. It's really interesting to see if you can keep it up. Um, he's going to have to because Martin Royce is out for the time being. Yeah, just a beautiful volley for Sancho's goal. Bayern beats Hertha BSC 1-0. We should mention here that Minnesota United this week announced that they're going to have an international friendly with Hertha BSC this coming summer. Uh, if you hate flags, you will hate this game. I'm pretty sure that's all Minnesota United games in the supporter section this year, but... Uh, Let's also talk about the fact that Alfonso Davies will play for FC Bayern 2 against Ingolstadt. Uh, yesterday, that was. And the Canadian, quote, according to Build, is still not good enough for the first team, although he is very fast. He's technically still showing a large deficit in training, unquote. And that's what it's expected. He's, what, 17? Yeah, except 18? Nico 18. Kovac came out in December and was like, oh, I expect him to challenge for the first team immediately. Get hopes oh, way up. Yeah. Yeah, not I don't so think much. Anyone was fooled by that. I hope I don't feel about that. Borussia Mugladbach, Dip Fedora, lost to Wolfsburg 3 0. Uh, Greg Berhalter at this game to watch John Brooks and Fabian Johnson. And it's how Brooks uh, having assists on the header for last goal to uh, Medi for the pretty much the Dame sealer late to put Wolfsburg up 3 0. They're in fifth place. Uh, Frankfurt's offense runs rampant against Hanover 96, 3 0. Frankfurt's Top three have been 
amazing this season. I wanted to talk a little bit about what's made Frankfurt great this year, but let's save that for next week because we're running a little long. But the three that you mentioned, Jovic, Rebic, and Haller, the magic triangle, as they're called, for Frankfurt. And a triangle to their part of the Illuminati. Yep. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Leipzig died, Hoffenheim Wrong won segment, one. Bro. And uh, the mystery from this game, though, Julian Nagelsmann sending a note around, all his players reading it, and they're not sure what it said. So, if anyone knows, please let us know. Prom, was, Y, N. And uh, all's uh, kind of the same at the bottom of the table with Augsburg just outside the relegation. The rele- relegation playoff spot to Stuttgart, Hanover 96, and Nuremberg filling up the bottom two. The only difference here is that Stuttgart has gained one point on the bottom two. There so you go, Shane. Two points ahead of Be Hanover. Happy. Hey, in La Liga, uh, that uh, tired... Bar- Leo Messi, who's not feeling well, went up against Sevilla with his Barcelona team, and they won 4-2, and Messi got a hat-trick and one assist. Obviously, this man has not recovered from his injuries. I mean, just toss him in a stew, because he's mutton at this point. If he was healthy, he would have had seven goals and 17 assists. Yeah. Poor Sevilla. They did try. They went up against Barca twice. So... Uh, even had a 2-1 lead going into second half. Levante played Real Madrid. Both of Madrid's goals coming off penalties. Gareth Bale scoring the second penalty and not celebrating because he wanted to send a message to the coach. And his teammates. And his teammates. So sad. Yeah, he's probably out of there at the end of the year. Tottenham? They can't afford him. Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. I probably Manchester. Fuck it. We'll do it. I might just be Manchester United, or if he wants to go abroad again, Juventus or Bayern. <laughs> Juventus back to Pro- well, probably Bayern or PSG even could be. Yeah, washed up Real Madrid players do go to Bayern quite often, so we'll see. Okay, hey, uh, let's skip over confessions this week. I'm sorry, Colin. Uh, I don't see you objecting, so I apologize. We are rolling over and we must respect our listeners just a little bit after we've insulted them numerous times throughout the episode. So Did we? Maybe. I we at know. least insulted their sensibilities. And they cut all those out. Uh, Hope okay. we did. Yeah, let's oh, hope so. Well. Okay. well, with that, it's time for us to tell the good people where they can find us on Twitter. I'm at jolson 716 on Twitter. I'll start for 55.1. The Complete Darkness, uh, Bill Stenross is currently finishing the layout of the book, so... Hopefully it'll be out relatively soon. You can pre-order it in the time being. I also am part of 2UnitedFans.com and haven't written anything yet, but I have things coming out maybe, hopefully soon. Better. <laughs> um, you can find me at The Attachments. Uh, you can find my writings at 2UnitedFans.com and E Pluribus Lunum. Uh, we just posted our staff picks for the first month of the season. And you can see how pessimistic I am. You can find me at TW United Fans and at Lockstock Spock on Twitter. You can find us at 2UnitedFans.com. We call it soccer is produced by Nick Rodriguez, whose views on soccer and politics can be found at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Please tell your friends to listen to We Call It Soccer. They can subscribe to the pod on fine podcast providers everywhere. Or you can just tell them to go to 2UnitedFans.com. And with that, we bid you adieu for another seven days. See you next week. But I'm feeling lost, but not ashamed. No sense of joy.